the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Sometimes life can feel like a pressure cooker. From our work life to our personal lives and relationships, there's so much to balance. It's easy to feel weighed down when you're experiencing anxiety, stress, or sadness. But guess what? You're not alone. You may not know it now, but support is all around you. No matter where you are, all you need to do is ask. Let us help find you a community at churchescare.com. Churches are communities of care. Go to C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com to explore the possibilities. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens, and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, Sonny Boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, Sonny Boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Welcome everyone to Too Good to Be True. Thank you for taking the time to listen. The subject for today's show is New Age Beliefs. Before we start getting into details, let's just briefly talk about psychic insight and how we apply it. We choose a subject, then research it, and based on that research, we determine what we think needs to be explained by creating a series of questions. Then Justina provides psychic insight to answer those questions. The psychic insight is narrated towards the end of the show. Accepting the psychic insight is a question of individual belief. Now let's go through the disclaimers. Here are the disclaimers. Neither of us claim to have any expertise in any subject that we discuss. We relate information we find through the research and the psychic insight. We are always delighted to hear from the listeners. The show only lasts an hour. We don't have the time to present exhaustive research on any topic. This means that there will be information that we miss. We want to provide a basis for the psychic insight. We don't care if a theory turns out too good to be true, as the show name suggests. We are only interested in finding out more of the truth about topics. Spirit can only relate insight that is appropriate for our time in history. Free will cannot be affected. Only comments that are appropriate for our time can be given through the psychic insight. Much of the subject matter in shows may have already been covered many times in other media. We want to look into subjects in a new, different way and be thought-provoking. We are not so good with pronouncing names, we apologize, and neither of us have any particular knowledge of New Age spiritualism or teachings. We've talked about the indigo and other children as well as ascension to the new earth in other episodes, but we haven't talked about New Age beliefs in general. Why don't you provide a definition for New Age? That's tough. Each definition I look at has a different content. But I think the following from the Religious Tolerance website provides a good overview. Quote, the New Age movement is in a class by itself. Unlike most former religions, it has no holy text, central organization, 
formal membership, ordained clergy, geographic center, dogma, creed, etc. They often use mutually exclusive definitions for some of their terms. The New Age is, in fact, a free-flowing, decentralized spiritual movement, a network of believers and practitioners who share somewhat similar beliefs and practices, which may add on to whichever form of religion that they follow. Their book publishers take the place of a central organization. Seminars, conventions, books, and informal groups replace sermons and religious services." Unquote. There appears to be inclusion of different beliefs for different people. Why don't you go over the history of New Age? In more recent times, I think that the starting point is the writings of Helena Blavatsky, including the book, The Secret Doctrine. Who was Helena Blavatsky? Here's a quote from Wikipedia. Quote, Helena Petro, Petrovna Blavatsky, 12th of August, 1831 to 8th of May, 1891, was a Russian occultist, philosopher, and author who co-founded the Theoso Theo Theosophical Society in 1875. She gained an international following as the leading theoretician of theosophy, the esoteric religion that the society promoted, unquote. Her book, The Secret Doctrine, published in 1888, is a basis for theosophy, which has been formalized as the Theosophy Society in 1875. Theosophy is described on the Age of the Sage website as follows, quote, Theosophy is a study of the teachings of the Masters or Mahatmas. It is a method of studying the ancient wisdom, a way of pursuing the ultimate truth. Hindu and Buddhist thoughts and doctrines have become prominent in theosophy through characteristic belief in reincarnation in accordance with the Hindu doctrine of karma, unquote. The word theosophy is created from two Greek words, theos for deity or God and sophia for wisdom. A study of ancient wisdom is one thing, but are there any guiding principles associated with theosophy? There are three as follows, again, from the Age of the Sage website. Quote, the first states that there is an omnipresent, omnipotent, infinite power which exists but cannot be described or understood by the limited human mind. To call it a being, a god, or even to try and give it, its, uh, it a name is to do a great injustice. There is no word to describe it, but power will be used from now on. To know this power is to know the truth, and it is the truth that we seek. It is only through our many lives and stages of consciousness that we will begin to comprehend the power. The second principle deals with eternity and the infinity of the power. It is boundless, and because we are part of it, we are also boundless. For now, it will, it will suffice to say that man and all matter is immortal in the greater scheme of things. The third principle deals with wholeness and completeness. Everything is part of a whole which we cannot fully comprehend, but we can be sure exists. All that we think, feel, and do is not only part of who we are, but part of the universe. Even the universe is part of something greater. It is limitless and infinite." Unquote. How successful was a theosophy society? It is still an operation websites in 20 different countries with headquarters in Chennai, India. The following is the society's mission statement. Quote, our mission is to encourage open-minded inquiry into world religions, philosophy, science, and the arts in order to understand the wisdom of the ages, respect the unity of all life, 
and help people explore spiritual self-transformation, unquote. There are many people in all walks of life that have been had an interest in theosophy, apparently including Elvis Presley and Sherlock Holmes author Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, an ardent spiritualist. Moving on from the time of Helena Vlavatsky in the 19th century, who was the next major contri contributor to the New Age spiritualism and teachings. Here is more from Wikipedia. Quote, a number of mid-20th century influences such as UFO religions of the 1950s, the counterculture of the 1960s, and the human potential movement also exerted a strong influence on the early development of the New Age. The exact origins of the phenomenon remain contested, but there is general agreement that it developed in the 1970s, at which time it was centered largely in the United Kingdom. It expanded and grew largely in the, 18, sorry, in the 1980s and 1990s, in particular within the United States. By the start of the 21st century, the term New Age was increasingly rejected within this milieu, with some scholars arguing that the New Age phenomenon had ended, unquote. I had never heard of the UFO religions of the 1950s, but you were around for the counterculture of the 1960s. Here's part of the Wikipedia article on UFO religions. Quote, a UFO religion is any religion in which the existence of extraterrestrial ET entities operating unidentified flying objects, UFOs, is an element of belief. Typically, adherents of such religions believe that the ETs to be interested in the welfare of humanity, which either already is or eventually will become part of a pre-existing ET civilization. Others may incorporate ETs into a more supernatural view, in which the UFO occupants are more akin to angels than physical aliens. This distinction may be blurred within the overall subculture." Unquote. Probably the best known as Heaven's Gate, a UFO religious cult formed in the 1970s that ended in 1997 with mass suicide with 39 fatalities. But that's a subject better left for another episode. What was the counterculture of the 1960s, as mentioned earlier by the Wikipedia article? It started in the United States and included the civil rights and anti-war movements, where many college-age people became political activists. Hippies with their strong anti-war message were part of the counterculture. Can you say a little more about hippies? Hippie fashion seems to come back every now and again. The following is from the History Channel website. Quote, the hippie counterculture, which emerged in the late 1960s and grew to include hundreds of thousands of young Americans across the country, reached its height during the period of escalation of American involvement in the Vietnam War and subsided as the conflict drew to a close. But hippies' rejection of mainstream American culture and their distinctive brand of rebellion, including their long hair and beards, colorful styles, psychedelic drug use, Love of, love of rock music and eco-conscious lifestyle would leave a lasting impact on the nation in the decades to come, unquote. Before we start to talk about the human potential movement, what is the actual age in the term New Age? The song Aquarius from the 1967 hit musical, which is all about hippie counterculture, has the following line. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. So the New Age, or the age is defined by astrology. The 3HO, or the Healthy, Happy, Holy Organization website, includes the following explanation in an article authored by Santok Singh Khalsa. 
quote, for the next 2,000 years, we will be in the Aquarian age. We have been in the transition from the Piscean age to the Aquarian age for the last 50 years. The official beginning of the Aquarian age is November the 11th, 2011, or 111111. 11. Some people have set this date as December 21st, 2012. Considering that this is a 2,000-year cycle, no matter which date you accept, we are in for a lots of change in the near future. The article continues. Everything that you've learned from your parents and, and they from their parents going back 2,000 years has been colored by this Piscean frame of reference. Now, and now that is all changing. But I think we'll have to continue this quote after the break. Yes, we'll continue after this short break, and you're listening to Too Good to Be True with Justina Marsh and Pete Marsh on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by shaman worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, 
by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. to too good to be true before the break daddy recording from the 3ho or the healthy happy holy organization about the definition of the new age or age so can you please continue with the quote sure the aquarian age will be dominated by networks and information the key phrase for this age is b to b the key to the to the astrological sign aquarius is i know this is the age of information. Nothing is secret anymore. All information is available at your fingertips. Where the Piscean Age was organized in a vertical up and down structure of hierarchies, the Aquarian Age is organized in a horizontal network, opening the world up to true equality, unquote. With 12 signs of the zodiac, apparently there is a grand cycle of 26,000 years. That would mean 21... 2,170 years, not 2,000 years for each sign of the zodiac. So in the article, the number of years is rounded down to 2,000. But throughout a period of 26,000 years, the Earth wobbles on its axis to end up where it started, something called precession. Through each grand cycle, the direction in the sky to which the Earth's axis points goes around in a circle. In other words, precession changes the position of the North Star as seen from the Earth. In astronomy and astrology, there appears to be constant change. I think it can be argued that the article is just fitting and extending prediction to current change, which is pretty evident to everyone. But assuming transition to the age of Aquarius, astrology must be inherent to New Age thinking. It makes sense if there is to be a new age. It can't be structured and organized like before. The 3HO website article argues that the shifting to the age of Aquarius is bringing out the best and the worst in mankind. Some are moving on to embrace new ways of thinking, while others wish to cling on to the past. The article continues, quote, During this age, the focus is no longer on your identity and existence, to be or not to be, but on accepting yourself as a whole person, be to be, who does not need to believe in something outside of yourself. You're ready to accept that you have the knowledge and wisdom within yourself. It is no longer necessary to attach to something outside yourself, but to become a leader of one, yourself. Instead of being a railroad car that is pulled by an engine, you become your own engine. It is your responsibility to stay on the tracks and to keep moving forward. With this understanding, it is easier to comprehend what has been happening in the world over the last 50 years. On the inner level since the 1960s, there has been a huge movement towards personal transformation, 
self-awareness, self-improvement, yoga, meditation, tai chi, alternative healing, natural foods, etc. There has been a major increase in depression, suicide, anxiety, stress, and drug use, both pharmaceutical and recreational. In the outer world, we have seen amazing changes, civil rights, environmental consciousness, women's rights, gay rights, global consciousness, etc. We've also seen the rise of fundamentalism, terrorism, partisan politics, racism, xenophobia, the fear of the other, and general fear-mongering, unquote. It's hard to argue that there has not been progress in enlightenment over the last 50 years, while at the same time very ugly and negative trends have gained ground. So far, we haven't discussed the influence of the human potential movement, which up until now I hadn't heard of. It's new to me too. Wikipedia provides further explanation. Quote, the human potential, HBM, rose out of the counterculture milieu of the 1960s and formed around the concept of cultivating extraordinary potential that its advocates believed to lie largely untapped in all people. The movement took its premise, the belief that through the development of human potential, humans can experience an exceptional quality of life filled with happiness, creativity, and fulfillment. As a corollary, those who begin to unleash this assumed potential often find themselves directing their actions within society towards assisting others to release their potential. Adherents believe that the net effect of individuals cultivating their potential will bring about po positive social change at large." Unquote. With an overview of the development of the New Age movement, I think we should move on to examples of prominent New Age spiritual leaders and their beliefs. There are 50 New Age spiritual leaders listed in the wiki page for that subject, including Rhonda Byrne, author of the book The Secret, here is a description of that book from Wikipedia. Quote, Byrne reintroduces a notion originally popularized by persons such as Madame Blavatsky and Norman Vincent Peale, which suggests that thinking about certain things will make them appear in one's life. Byrne provides examples of historical persons who have allegedly achieved this. Byrne incites a three-step process, ask, believe, and receive. This is based on a quotation from the Bible's Matthew 21, 22, and all things whatsoever ye shall seek, ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Byrne highlights the importance of gratitude and visualization in achieving one's desires, along with alleged examples. Later chapters describe how to improve one's prosperity, relationships and health with more general thoughts about the universe, unquote. Norman Vincent Peale popularized positive thinking. That sounds pretty much the same as manifestation. So who's the next example? We only have time for Sir George Trevelyan, known as the grandfather of the New Age movement. He was a historian and broadcaster who authored many books, including A Vision for the Aquarian Age, published in 1991. He argues that the world is being transformed by a spiritual awakening. In the book, he wrote the following, quote, a remarkable change is taking place in the intellectual climate of our time. The holistic worldview is penetrating our consciousness and superseding the rational materialism, which is surely proving inadequate to explain our fantastic universe. Really, we are recovering what was called the ageless wisdom of the ancient mysteries, which knew that the universe is mind, not mechanism, that the earth is a sentient creature and not just dead mineral, that the human being is in essence spiritual, 
a droplet of divinity housed in a temple of the body. This vision, once apprehended, lifts the basic fear of death in our death-ridden culture. The body may be destroyed, but the soul spirit in each of us is deathless and immortal." Unquote. What else did Sir George Trevelyan write or speak about? In his obituary for the New York Times in February of 1996, here is the following quote. Quote, earlier this month, the conservative Daily Telegraph said that he had been dubbed the hippies champion for his promotion of alternative spirituality in the 1960s. And he was an early enthusiasm, enthusiast for such practices as holistic healing, harnessing the power of crystals, meditative chanting, communal living and organic farming, unquote. Harnessing the power of crystals and meditative chanting sounds typically new age. Here's a quote from the Conscious Lifestyle magazine website, quote, Crystal healing is a sacred ancient science that is, that is once again becoming increasingly popular as people rediscover the immense power of stones for improving health and well-being on many different levels, mind, body, spirit, and beyond. Crystals have been used throughout all of history as a source of healing power. Ancient cultures all over the world used healing crystals and stones to align, clear, and transform their energy, spirit, and physical health. The metaphysical, metaphysical powers of crystals were no mystery to most ancient cultures, including the Egyptians, Mayans, and Sumerians, who regularly adorned their bodies, jewelry, and buildings with these sacred stones, unquote. We have mentioned meditation a couple of times, but really haven't discussed it. Isn't meditation common to all forms of religions? Yes, it is. But famously, in 1968, the Beatles traveled to India to study transcendental meditation, which involves chanting mantras and settling to a state of rest. Wikipedia describes meditation in terms of New Age as follows, quote, New Age meditations are often influenced by Eastern philosophy, mysticism, yoga, Hinduism and Buddhism, yet may contain some degree of Western influence. In the West, meditation found its mainstream roots through the social revolution of the 1960s and 1970s, when many of the youth of the day rebelled against traditional religion as a reaction against what some perceived as the failure of Christianity to provide spiritual and ethical guidance. New Age meditation, as practiced by the early hippies, is regarded for its techniques of blanking out the mind and releasing oneself from conscious thinking. This is often aided by repetitive chanting of mantra or focusing on an object. New Age meditation evolved into a range of purposes and practices from serenity and balance to access to other realms of consciousness to the concentration of energy in group meditation to the supreme goal of samadhi as in the ancient yoga practice of yogic practice of meditation, unquote. Samadhi is a state of intense concentration. Holistic medicine has been mentioned. Is that actually New Age? Apparently, yes. Here's an excerpt from the from an article published in the July-August edition of the Atlantic magazine entitled The Triumph of New Age Medicine. Quote, medicine has long decried acupuncture, homeopathy, and the like is dangerous nonsense that preys on the gullible. Again and again, carefully controlled studies have shown alternative medicine to work, no better than a placebo. But now many doctors admit that alternative medicine often seems to do a better job of making patients well and at a much lower cost than mainstream care. And they're trying to learn from it, unquote. 
Changing subjects, I've heard of the law of attraction, which I think means that our thoughts create our own reality. But we'll have to continue talking about the law of attraction after the short break. And you're listening to Too Good to Be True with Justina Marsh and Pete Marsh on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xcbn.net. here and they've been here for thousands of years making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back to Too Good To Be True. Before the break, we were discussing, or starting to discuss, the Law of Attraction. So, what is the Law of Attraction? The Law of Attraction apparently arose from the New Thought Movement, which started in the United States in the 1830s. Here's a quote from Wikipedia. Quote, although New Thought is neither monolithic nor doctrinaire in general, modern-day adherents of New Thought share some core beliefs. One. God or infinite intelligence is supreme, universal, and everlasting. Two, divinity dwells within each person, uh, that all people are spiritual beings. Three, the highest spiritual principle is loving one another unconditionally and teaching and healing one another. And four, our mental states are carried forward into manifestation and become our experience in daily living, unquote. 
That all sounds very new age. There are similarities between New Thought and New Age, but New Thought rejected the crystals, pyramids, etc., belonging to New Age, as well as relying more on spiritual healing. We haven't talked about New Age and pyramids, that is, small polished stone pyramids. That appears to be an oversight. Several New Age spiritual teachers claim that the pyramid is a symbol of the New Age. I think that many of us have heard of pyramid power and the special properties that pyramids are believed to possess. Before you get too immersed in your favorite subject of the pyramids, it's time to ask the first question. What motive Helena Blavatsky to author the book The Secret Doctrine and co-found, co-found the Theosophy Society? A lot of dreams. So it was powered by a lot of dream work and messages that were thought to be received. Aside from the dreams, where else did Helena Blavatsky get her ideas from? Basically, a lot of research and a lot of speaking to different types of people. So a lot of people and researching different thoughts about different subjects. So overall, it was the dreams, of course, combined with the research. What is it meant to be that was it meant to be that someone at Helena Blavatsky's time defined theosophy, starting modern New Age thinking? Yes. Starting with the first guiding principle of theosophy, is there an omnipresent, omnipotent, infinite power that exists, but cannot be described or understood by the limited human mind? That's a complex question, but the overall answer is there are many different things that can't be understood by the human mind. So if a power such as that existed, it'd be very difficult for the human mind even to begin to conceptualize it. Is to know this power to know the truth? No, that's not true. Is it through our many lives and stages of consciousness that we will begin to comprehend the power? Yes and no, more of an evolution and raising of oneself compared to power, since power is a word that can go negative very quickly. For the second guiding principle, is the power boundless? That could be said. And are we all part of power and also boundless? Yes and no. There's a oneness where all people are connected, all animals, the environment, etc. However, there are boundaries to whatever form a person is in. So, for example, the human body, the human mind does obviously have limitations. Is man and all matter immortal in the greater scheme of things? Not exactly, no. So, yes, things cannot be created or destroyed, but overall are very complicated. So the answer is yes, in most cases, it would be true, but not in all. For the third principle, is everything part of a whole which we cannot fully comprehend, but we can be be sure exists? Everything is interconnected. So the simple answer is yes. Is all that we think, feel, and do not only part of who we are, but also part of the universe? That could be said in a broad spectrum, but there's also the individualistic nature. Is the universe part of something greater that is limitless and infinite? That could be said. What is wisdom of the ages? That's a very complicated question, but basically that's a combination of all the different information together. So you could think of it as one giant book. What is the unity of all life? The interconnections, so how everything comes together in this oneness, where you can think of it even on a simple level. So think of the animal kingdom, for example, where each animal is either providing for another animal in some sort of form. 
so either as a form of shelter or as living in the same habitat or as food, etc. Why is exploring spiritual self-transformation important? Basically, the complicated part is that a person first has to believe it's important. So they have to believe that becoming more spiritual is something they want to do. So no one can force them, no one can really guide them until their decision is made. But the overall scheme of why this is so important is finding oneself. So finding the qualities they like, the qualities they don't like, and also forming different beliefs. So thinking about the hard, difficult questions such as how is everything created, what happens after death, etc. So exploring these in a way, it's where people are exploring different parts of their brain, thinking of things they normally wouldn't do on an everyday basis. By the start of this century, why did some scholars argue that the New Age phenomenon had ended? It was thought after a while some ideas came up and repetitive. So the whole New Age, those ideas were thought of being something that had already existed. So basically it was the concept that people use other people's work and weren't adding to it themselves. Why would any religion include the existence of extraterrestrial entities operating UFOs as an element of belief? when in reality or otherwise is a matter for scientific proof? That's a very complex question, but basically a lot of religions, spirituality, etc., are there to explain what hasn't been proven yet. So the idea is that it aren't scientific yet. So you can think of it from the scientific perspective where a theory needs to be formed, a hypothesis. You have to go through the scientific method. And also in a lot of religions and spiritual sense, that's answering the questions of when there's not scientific method, what happens then? Why would some believe that the occupants of UFOs are more akin to angels than physical extraterrestrials? That's a very complex question, but it's hard for some people to believe that there are other beings that are close to humans or creatures, etc., compared to angels, which many people believe in. What's the hippie counterculture which emerged in the late 1960s a grassroots phenomenon, or was there some manipulation to create it? No, it was more of a, you could say, of a bunch of people coming together and exploring their beliefs and exploring different means of living, etc. So no, there wasn't a manipulation factor. Is the age and new age associated with the astrological sign of the zodiac, Aquarius? That's a very complex question, but Aquarians are also very complex people. So you can think of the age of Aquarius as something that's a puzzle to be solved. In the late 1960s, why did the hippies in the counterculture of the United States seem to embrace New Age beliefs? It was something that brought people together. So that's how most belief systems are. If it's spiritual, hippie culture, religion, etc. It's at times when people just want to feel part of something. And the really interesting thing about hippie culture was that they accepted everyone. So it didn't matter where you came from, it didn't matter who you are, even in some circumstances you got a brand new identity. But as this matter of inclusiveness, that really drove people to want to join the culture. Why did the Beatles travel to India in 1968 to attend an advanced course on transcendental meditation? Since they wanted to use it. Why did they want to look to Eastern religion? Basically, the Beatles and other people in the times, you could say. So if you want to call them hippies, whatever you want to call them, wanted to find a new way to open their minds. 
So this wasn't just through drugs, which was known to be used, religious practices, and through more Eastern cultures and religions. So they were trying meditation basically to open their minds just as they tried to use drugs that also tried to open their minds. So basically they were seeing what would work and what wouldn't work. How did the creators of the musical Hair, first appearing in 1967, become aware of the change to a new age? Basically, a lot of people were aware. So there was kind of this concept that something was different. So you had basically the strict culture of many years before. And there was this shift where people seemed more free, more, you could say, experimental about things. And they didn't live in this little box anymore. Were the changes in popular culture in the late 1960s associated with being about 50 years before the start of the age of Aquarius? Yes. Will the next 2,000 years or so be the age of Aquarius? Yes. Has there been a transition from the Piscean age to the age of Aquarius over the last 50 years, starting from the late 1960s? Approximately, yes. When was the beginning of the age of Aquarius, November the 11th, 2011, or December the 21st, 2012, or on another date? It started earlier, so it actually started in the 90s. Is there a likelihood that humanity is in for significant change owing to the dawning of a new age? That's a very complicated question again, but the simple answer is yes. The complicated answer is that it takes each and every person to help change and evolve things. So it won't be something that's easy, but it's something that's achievable. Was everything learned over the last 2,000 years or so been colored by a Piscean frame of reference? Not exactly, no. There are some differences the ages make, yes. But overall, it comes down to the people still have their own choices to make. I think we'll have to go on to the next question after the break, Justina. Yes, we'll continue after this short break, and you're listening to Too Good to Be True with Justina Marsh and Pete Marsh on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xcbn.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simultv, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simultv. Simultv offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? 
Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Pathome Shamanic Art School has just launched a new online series of classes, Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow. In these classes, composed and taught by Pathome founder and director Gwilda Wiecka, you'll learn practical shamanic skills to support your daily life, such as how to build a medicine wheel to access the power of the earth, perform a shamanic journey, create sacred space in which to live and work, empower your life with totem animals, elementals, and fairy folk, and learn the art of accurately reading signs and omens. These tried and true skills are the key to living a powerful, productive life. Visit us at findyourpathhome.com to see the ever-growing collection of classes and leading-edge information to support you during these times of uncertainty and transition. All can be found at findyourpathhome.com. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. good to be true and before the break we are going through the questions and the psychic insight about new age beliefs so dad can you please continue with the questions thank you sure justina will the age of aquarius the new age be dominated by networks and information unfortunately yes and the growth of technology will nothing be secret with all information available at an individual's fingertips again almost nothing is really a secret so people don't realize how close that already is. Was the Piscean Age organized in a vertical up-and-down structure of hierarchies? That could be said. There were some branches, but overall, yes, a hierarchy. Is the New Age organized in a horizontal network, opening up the world to true equality? Equality, again, takes a lot of choices, a lot of changing of people's minds. But yes, it's more in a horizontal than vertical pattern. With 12 zodiac signs, is there a grand cycle of about 26,000 years? Not exactly, no. Sometimes the signs are skipped, sometimes they repeat. It really depends on time and what's occurring. Why does planet Earth wobble on its axis with a direction in the sky to which the Earth's axis points going round in a circle over an approximate 26,000 year cycle? since that's how it's based on the planets. So for all the planets to align properly, the Earth needs to spin in the correct angle and the correct direction, correct speed, etc. Can that all be explained by physics? Not exactly, no. So some of it cannot be completely explained. 
But once you get down into what's really going on and a lot of it, it's physics and it involves energy. Does the wobble or precession changing the position of the North Star as seen from Earth over sorry, I'll start again. Does the wobble or precession change the position of the North Star as seen from Earth over a twenty six thousand year cycle? Yes. In both astronomy and astrology, is there a constant change? Again, there could be fluctuations, but for the most part, yes. With the shift to the new age, are some individuals moving on to embrace new ways of thinking while others are clinging on to the past? Yes, that can be seen in many different ways with the more new age people. You can see that with maybe millennials within new generations and also the people still clinging on to the old ways that things were done originally or people stayed in line. They really didn't think about those type of concepts. During a new age, is a focus no longer on an individual's identity and existence, but on acceptance of an individual as a whole person, not needing to believe in something outside of the whole person. That's a very complex statement, but that is correct. Does, as the human potential movement suggests, is there an extraordinary potential that lies largely in t untapped in all people? Yes. With the development of human t potential, can humans experience an exceptional quality of life filled with happiness, creativity, and fulfillment? Yes, of course. Do those who wish to begin to unleash, in, unleash human potential often find themselves directing their actions within society towards assisting others to release their potential? Yes, it goes back to that with any power comes great responsibility. So once a person gets some type of power, reaches some type of potential, humans go straight to their mind about how they can use that for their own gain. With Will cultivation of human potential bring about positive social change? Yes and no. So again, it needs to be positive potential. So it needs to be where people just aren't out for themselves, but are out to help others with kindness, with love, instead of just trying to hurt others. Will thinking about certain things make them appear in one's life? Manifestation can occur, yes. Can the three-step process, ask, believe, and receive, bring expected positive results? Yes. Is gratitude and visualization important in achieving one's desires? Yes, it is. Can prosperity, relationships, and health be improved with, a general, with general thoughts about the universe? Again, it has to be something that actually becomes a manifestation. So just because one thinks of a pile of money, it doesn't mean the money will appear. So sometimes it is manifesting, yes. Other times the person is slowly changing their actions or their choices, and they are creating their own path. So in a way, manifestation is a complicated process where it's not something handed to you, but instead something you create. Is remarkable change taking place in the intellectual climate of our time? Yes. In the holistic wor worldview, is the holistic worldview penetrating our consciousness and superseding rational materialism? Yes and no. Again, it depends on the individual person. So materialistic ideas and thoughts are still obviously present. Is mankind recovering ageless wisdom of the ancient mysteries? They're getting there. There is still a lot more to go, though. Is the Earth a, a sentient creature and not just dead mineral? Like stated before, the Earth is something that is alive, so it's not just a dead rock. Is a human being, in essence, spiritual, a drop of divinity housed in the temple of the body? That could be said.
Can the fear of death be removed by the realization that the soul spirit in each of us is deathless and immortal? Yes, that could help. But again, for some people, it's better just not to think of death. Does crystal healing harness the immense power of stones for improving health and well-being on many different levels, mind, body, spirit, and beyond? It can, but again, there needs to be belief in the crystal healing for it to have any positive effects. Did ancient cultures all over the world use healing crystals and stones to align, clear, and transform their energy, spirit, and physical health? Yes. Were the metaphysical powers of crystals no mystery to most ancient cultures, including the Egyptians, Mayans, and Sumerians? That's correct. Did the ancients regularly adorn their bodies, jewelry, and, other, and buildings with sacred stones? Yes. Do practices such as acupuncture or homeopathy, homeopathy often do a better job of making patients well than mainstream care? That can't always be said. So mainstream care can be very important in some cases. So the advice is always not to disregard what the mainstream care is, but instead make your own choices about it. So in certain circumstances, that only help that can be given is through basic medication, medicine, etc. But acupuncture and other holistic means can really help for some different problems. So basically, it's all best to consult a medical professional. And especially when dabbling in holistic healing, make sure that you're certified. As included in the beliefs of the new thought movement, can thoughts create reality in terms of, the, of a law of attraction? Not exactly, no. What can you say about the law of attraction? Basically, each person creates their own reality, so that is true in a way. However, the law of attraction does have its limitations. So a lot of people think that the law of attraction means they manifest something and it happens, but that's not always how it works. So it's combined with choices. So for example, let's say someone wants a better job. If they just think, sit there and think that the law of attraction will work and they don't do anything to try to work towards a better job, it will never work. However, if they use the law of attraction plus make choices towards a better job, then they have a higher possibility of getting that job. Does divinity dwell within each person with all people being spiritual beings? Yes, everyone has a soul, therefore they are all spiritual beings. Is the highest spiritual principle loving one another unconditionally and teaching and healing one another? There's more to it than that. So the unconditional love is something that's very complex. So each person's definition of unconditional love is completely different. So that's where lines can get blurred. However, someone may view a dog as not an uncondition unconditional love since the dog needs to be let out and fed, etc. So the dog example can be used since the word unconditional is very complex. Do our mental states carry forward into manifestation and become our experience in daily living? No, not exactly no. There's different attitudes to living, but again, there's a timeline and a path. Why does New Thought reject the crystals, pyramids, etc. belonging to New Age, as well as relying more on spiritual healing? Basically just different belief systems. So again, there's different people who believe in different things. Can small polished stone pyramids be used for healing and for energy? Yes. Can small polished stone pyramids be energetically charged by a Reiki master? That's possible, yes. Why would the pyramid be the symbol of the new age? 
It's a symbol of the old connecting the new. So you can think of it as the old of the ancient texts connecting to the new. And also the pyramid is a very interesting item in geometry where it has the angles and sides and shape in general is very powerful. Is there such a thing as pyramid power with special properties that pyramids possess? Yes and no. So in some cases, yes. How can we learn more about how, how can we learn more about pyramids? That's a complex question, but the first thing that can be done is learning about how the ancients used pyramids and how they helped their civilizations thrive with them. What can we learn from New Age beliefs and associate movements such as human potential? Basically, the end thought is that each person is capable of a lot more than they know. So each person is capable of making many different choices, many different decisions, and these decisions and choices can be very powerful. So the end statement should be that each person possesses the ability for change to occur. That was the last answer. Is the dawning of a new age in the journey of mankind too good to be true? That depends on what you are prepared to believe. Well, the age of Aquarius is a puzzle. Um, I, I think I've come to the conclusion it is a real puzzle. Well, on that note, we want to mention our Facebook page at Too Good To Be True with the first two spelled T-W-O and our website at TooGoodToBeTrue.net. And as always, thank you so much to the listeners and we look forward to next week's show. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games, 
No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand, live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365.